0: Hey, y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Week 0 came and went, and Nebraska is still awful. It is I, Rob Paul, aka the man who will pair Minshew Mania with the Philly emo punk scene. And we're all going to make money thanks to that. And with me, as always, is AJ, put the NFC East in every primetime slot, Marquesi.
1: Uh, I think, like, week two, it started, like, Giants-Eagles or something like that. Like, fucking... Oh, no, Giants-Washington. Like, well, why?
0: What do you mean, why? Daniel Jones, prime time.
1: Monday Night Football, baby.
0: Today, we're beginning our NFL Divisional Preview with the AFC East and the NFC Beast. Let's hit it! Going out to Vegas, gonna set
1: my draft, gonna set my draft. On fire, seven. 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 seven, seven. seven rounds in heaven with my lady, driving out to Vegas, baby, looking for a Stingley or a Thibodeau, who's gonna bat it all on draft day? Who's going to wage your future picks away? Hey, who's going to reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together.
0: Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. You might be thinking... With college football season here and the NFL season just a couple weeks away, AJ might pivot to Spotify Green Rooms being about football. You'd be damn wrong. It's Orlando Magic Talk twice a day, every day.
1: Uh, Yeah, this week we're going in-depth saying which Magic player is what part of Disney World.
0: That's it. That sounds like a very worthwhile segment. How many hours do you think that will take?
1: Um, 20-ish.
0: And luckily, it's live and it's audio only. So you don't have to watch AJ do this. Just get to listen to AJ do it.
1: Sneak preview. <laughs> Franz Wagner is it's, Epcot Center.
0: And it's free to download and to use. Talk to AJ, other Magic fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Like when Memphis got Amani Bates to commit, AJ broke down Penny Hardaway mm-hmm. as a Magic player.
1: As a Magic player, yeah, of course. I mean, one of the franchise greats, uh, one day he'll be a head coach at or- in Orlando, for sure. Lock it in.
0: So share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS app store Create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group, follow AJ to be notified every time Magic Kingdom goes live, which is every day, twice a day, sometimes four times a day, uh, and come with your most magical takes. Okay, before we jump into uh, AFC and NFC East NFL talk, the bread and butter of our show is, is the NFL draft and therefore college football. We had a handful of games yesterday as we record on a Sunday. Um, any week zero thoughts you'd like to get off?
1: Uh, yeah, too many though. Um, actually, do you want prospects or just general college football? Well,
0: I I have a a couple a couple a couple here. If you want uh, me to go first, and you can hop in with what you've got. I was just setting myself up to talk, not you. Actually,
1: no, no, okay. I didn't write anything down, so so go for it.
0: Okay, first take, fire Scott Frost. Yes. Second take, Adrian Martinez is still bad. Yes. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll rapid fire. Blake Hayes is an elite punter and, uh, an actual punter prospect to watch at Illinois. He was phenomenal. Um, the Illinois o line got some boys up front. Uh, Doug Kramer, their center stood out the most to me, who, uh, the Steelers center Kendrick Green would rotate with when he was there. Um. Uh, Brandon Peters got injured. That sucked a lot because I thought he was one of the better senior quarterbacks to, to watch and a potential senior bowl guy. Jalen Cropper at Fresno State looks like a, a potential young playmaker to keep an eye on. True junior. Uh, he had a phenomenal like 80-something yard running catch uh, where he he like broke five tackles. Um, Terrible tackle. And speaking of, Fres- yes. speaking of Fresno State uh, and G5 QBs in general, both Jake Hanner and Nick Starkel flashed some goods. Um, Travis Jones for UConn, their defensive tackle. I didn't think he stood out that much. I in that agree. Game. I didn't watch too much of that game,
1: but I was you know I was expecting him to kind of because there's been so much hype was, last week. I just didn't. He didn't
0: flash. Exactly. Exactly. I, I had my. I just watched him for me, too. Um, me too, yeah. Pretty much the whole yeah the whole thing. Uh, more positive note: Zach Charbonnet and Britton Brown looked like a nasty one-two punch at, at UCLA. Yeah, I
1: thought Sean Ryan looked really good too.
0: Yeah. Their their run game looked really good. I didn't think DTR looked very good. I didn't think he looked very special. He floated
1: like every pass. It was a rough start, but yeah. It's a good start like at least it started with Hawaii, the LSU next week, that's that's the test.
0: But uh like you said with Sean Ryan and, and those running backs, I think the UCLA run game's going to yeah. going to be spicy to watch this year and and that's uh three prospects right there. Um, um oh, good. I got one more take. Uh, Calvin Turner had limited touches and it, it it's hard to yeah. blame his lack of explosive plays because the Hawaii offense was just so atrocious I
1: can't like I don't think he, he got a single carry like they did such a poor job of getting game no the he ball. didn't
0: I, I think he finished with five grabs for fifty yards led, led they
1: the team, uh, yeah something like that no and and the, yeah. they did so, i look, in the summer he's the best player on that team period not even just the offense uh and they did such a terrible job game in the football. Uh, you know who looked pretty good, though? Your guy, uh, Derek Dees the tight end first down as they stayed. He had a nice touchdown catch. He had like 80, 80-some-odd yards. Their, there. Other,
0: their other tight end looked pretty good, too. He had, uh, I think, a 75-yard touchdown on just like a skinny post.
1: Yes, a southern Southern Utah. <laughs> Not great. Um, I had one more one more thing to add. I can't remember. Oh, oh, this is my big question. Do you think Nick Starkle is going to get
0: drafted? No. I don't know. The, the, it's a bad senior quarterback class. Yeah. If I, it, It's hard to base it off that Southern Utah game. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, I, I, I would say no. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I think at minimum he'll be at the Shrine game. Mm-hmm.
1: Agree. He's going to get in, in some sort of an all-star game for sure. And then he had that bit on the sideline where they stared at the camera. That was pretty good. Um <laughs> What do you think of week zero? It's kind of like a soft schedule, but week week one looks amazing.
0: Week one does look amazing. We got Penn State, Wisconsin at noon, Indiana, Iowa at three thirty. We got Miami, Alabama at three thirty. Georgia, Clemson is the night game. Plus, uh, leading up to it, like Thursday, we get Ohio State, Minnesota. Um, oh, we get UCF, Boise State on Thursday.
1: Yeah. The Thursday schedule is like and, is good on its own. There's a lot of games.
0: Yeah. And then Friday you get North Carolina, Virginia Tech, and a couple other games too.
1: You're uh, so, you're already getting the schedule sweats. I can tell. You're, you're like trying to figure out your laptop arrangement and how many games you can get on at once. Yeah,
0: that is correct. I'm uh, I'm I'm mentally prepping. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm excited. Um, anyway, uh, me too. I you know me. I like college football more than the NFL, so I am very excited. Uh, Speaking of the NFL, do you wanna do you wanna jump into our our very first NFL division preview with the AFC East? What if I said no? Then I would happily end the podcast and just these. <laughs> uh, this episode would have just been a week zero recap.
1: Uh, <laughs> just ten minutes. Uh, y- you know what? If the Miami Dolphins trade for a certain Houston quarterback, I would have refused to talk about them. But they haven't yet, so let's talk Miami Dolphins and the rest of the AFC East.
0: Yeah. As uh, as as my Raiders start marching down the field on the arm of Dylan, Nathan Peterman. Dylan
1: Stoner, baby.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, like you said three months ago, Dylan Stoner should be a second-round pick.
1: It's so – yeah, I did say that, and it's so hilarious that he's a Raider like that. I feel like that we anyone could have predicted that. <laughs> anyway.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's focus up, AJ. Um, AFC East. Uh, let's start with the records. Uh, do you want to go one to four, four to one? We never know.
1: <laughs> I like how we cannot get any uniformity. Uh, let's go four to one. Okay. I'll do mine. You do yours. Fourth place in the AFC East, an improved New York Jets team. I got them going six and eleven. Still hate these records. Third place. I think this. I think second and third is the hotly contested part of the AFC East here. Uh, for me, I got New England, yeah. uh, eight and nine. Kind of like the same as last year, but they win that extra game. Uh, second place, I got the Miami Dolphins. Not really making a jump, but around the same. 10-7. and seven. Uh, I feel like a, they kind of got a lot of luck last year, I feel like, but they're still a good football team. Um, we'll see if they make the playoffs. And first, uh, I think the Buffalo Bills are – I think they're the second-best team in the league. I think they're the second-best team in the league, and I got them going 13-4. and
0: Okay. Oh, okay. So we got the exact same order of different records. Uh, I got the Jets going 5-12. and 12. The Pats going seven and ten, um, Miami going eight and nine. Okay. I I don't I don't think they're necessarily going to regress. Yeah. But like you mentioned, they got they got lucky at certain times last year. There's no Fitz magic to help with that luck this year. Um, I think there will be bumps early with Tua. Plus now we've got this Deshaun Watson talk, yeah. which is ridiculous. Roger Goodell should suspend him. Um, and then uh, I got the I got the Bills going thirteen and four. I'm I'm with you. I think it's hard. To look at that Bills roster and think about how great they were last year, and the defense should be at least a bit better. Yeah. Just in terms of they've they've got they, it, it seems impossible that their pass rush could get worse. And the, especially when you, young you of throw flash the young in
1: the preseason too. I think Greg Rousseau's had a really exactly. good preseason. Yep. Epinesa's uh, even <laughs> showed a little something. You want, let's start with the Buffalo Bills. And, yeah, I think, obviously, the big thing for them is that pass rush stepping up. Uh, Boogie Basham has flashed a couple times. They invested there. Um, and I think it's I, – I, I don't know if they're going to be world beaters, but I think they're going to be better rushing the passer.
0: Yeah, like they bring back – defensively, they, they bring back Leslie Frazier. And they get a healthy Matt Milano. Um, Tremaine Edmonds, you expect him to take another step as he's continually got better. And same with Ed Oliver. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, you, you factor in the young young pass rushers they've spent draft capital on. Uh, and then, obviously, in the secondary, they, they've got one of the best safety duos in the league, plus Tradavius White. Um, you're still kind of... I, I think if you're going to look at one spot that isn't totally clear, it's uh, the other cornerback position. Definitely. Um, and... You really, I think they really need one of the two rookies, and or AJ Epinesa to like pretty immediately prove themselves, because yeah. um, just the the lack of passers rushes. They can't continuously rely on Jerry Hughes to be your best pass rusher when he's been this old for a while. Um, and then you go to the offensive side of the ball, and obviously everyone's back. It yeah, every, Dave, the fact that d- d- having Dable back's the biggest thing. Um, and then you add in uh, – somehow, remember three years ago the the Bills had the worst pass-catching group? It's, now they've got a good enough pass-catching group that like Gabe Davis and Emmanuel Sanders are backups.
1: They've done such a remarkable job of overturning that wide receiver group. And obviously it starts with the Stevon Diggs trade. But yeah, even the – like Gabe Davis has been an instant hit. Um Cole Beasley's been Cole Beasley. The big question is, uh, are their heads on straight in the wide receiver room? I think that's the only question on this offense. And with – I hate that we're still fucking talking about this, but with the amount of uh, breakouts we've seen in, in the NFL already, that's going to be an issue continuing through the season. And um, that's probably a team that we're going to see issues pop up for, for obvious reasons. Um, so I think that's the big question on this offense. Like – But if if
0: well, especially when you, if you, you you, like obviously talking in terms of COVID and vaccinations, when you look at kind of what Deion Dawkins has gone through, who is their starting left tackle, uh, and he had a bad bout with COVID, and he's like, he has talked about how, how like important it is to get vaccinated, and that him, I think he had one, one of two vaccinations, uh, when he kind of went down with it and he said he like, he doesn't know what would happen. How do you not have at least one dose? Um, and just spinning that, which it's ridiculous that we're talking about football yeah. in this lens, but um, like their offensive line is the kind of the question, right? Like is what's where's Deion Dawkins at? Um, is Cody Ford going to improve is like they, they kind of have some questions at guard as well. And uh, I think that's the biggest thing for this team because um, I think that's the one position group you can look at and say it didn't get better no, uh, and it wasn't proven already.
1: And, I mean, they bring in Spencer Brown and I don't think he's ready to contribute year one. Um, no, yeah. I-, I think they're serviceable. I-, I think they'll get it done, but uh, it's definitely not a strength of the team and it's probably the weakness of the team. Well,
0: and it hel- it helps so much when you have a freak in Josh yeah. Allen. One of the five best wide receivers in the league, one of the best play calls, play callers in the league. Um, your other question, obviously, is like, will one of uh, Zach Moss or Devin Singletary kind of prove themselves as the go-to back? Because it, it it hasn't felt like like last year. It never felt like one of them was starting to overcome the other. Like you know what I mean? Like they ran the ball so it little was
1: it, too right.
0: Yes, exact exactly. And I think that that could catch up to them. Um, yeah, the, I I also want to see if Dawson Knox can take a bit of a leap.
1: Yeah, that would be huge for them. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of talk just about them not committing to the own game, quote unquote, but just running the ball more because they did it. I remember the Seahawks game? They literally didn't run the ball in the first quarter until or until the last play or something. Oh, sorry, the first half, which was insane. <laughs> and then they kicked the show the Seahawks though. But yeah, I think that's the big talking point in Buffalo is, oh, we're we gonna run the ball at all this year. So I, I do think that's that's in Dable's head though that he knows he needs to be slightly more balanced, even though this team is obviously a, they, they ran to the AFC championship. But like uh, I think he he knows in the back of his head he's got to be slightly more balanced. But yeah, I, and the tight end spot, I do think Dawson Knox making a leap would be absolutely huge for the passing game.
0: Um. Yeah, so I, I don't know I don't really see any situation where, unless something dramatic happens where the where the Bills aren't winning this division just because I don't think anyone else has the firepower to compete with them offensively and and even though their defense hasn't wasn't very good last year they've got a, at least one guy at each level yeah. who's got Pro Bowl potential um, and the other thing is I don't necessarily believe like it, we both have the Dolphins coming second and two is still a pretty big unknown.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, watching the preseason, there, there, there's a lot of good, and then there's the, the bad interceptions. And I mean, I still hate the way they handled him last year. Um, I think it kind of sh- yeah. shot his confidence. Didn't help that uh, Changeli was dog shit, but <laughs> the, the, there's still a lot of unknowns. And this year, I don't know what the, what the microscope, what the pressure is going to be on him because – they invested. Obviously, they took Jalen Waddle. They 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 brought in um, Will Fuller. Like they made investments on this offense. The offense and they drafted Hunter Long. If you want to throw that in there too, they, they made investments, and I think they gotta expect or they're expecting this offense to look a lot better. But
0: it's and, too ready for that. You, you also have to factor in, like, they're one of the teams that, like, really doesn't have similar to the Bills, but even worse in that they don't have a back they can necessarily lean on no. to take pressure off Tua, and they have such a young offensive line.
1: The offensive line is clearly the big question in Miami, and I don't have faith in it. I don't think it's going to hold up. And
0: I, so I think Liam is going to be a very good right tackle for them, and I think Robert Hunt's going to be a very good guard. Um, I, I, I think obviously the big question is Austin Jackson, and factoring that in with Tua, yeah, having so much more on his plate, uh, and again no like Malcolm Brown is a fine backup running back, Miles Gaskin, Sylvan Ahmed flashed uh, as UW backs <laughs> tend to, yeah. um, but like none of none of those backs are gonna be able to carry the load when Tua's. Maybe gets into a slump here or there. Like I and I, I still believe in Tua. I'm not one of those people who who's fully out on him. I just, especially because they have co yeah. And like you don't necessarily know what the dynamic or what that offense is going to look like. I, I that's kind of what held me back. Um, on how I ended up with them at eight, eight and nine. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. But uh, what what brings me back in a little bit is my faith in Brian Flores mm-hmm. uh, as a head coach. And um, the defense. Because I think we saw last year, uh, Raquan Davis immediately kind of held his own as the nose tackle. Emmanuel Ogbuff quickly made his impact felt. Um, I I think you you could see uh, a leap this year for Christian Wilkins. Um, They throw in Jalen Phillips to get them at, who's my number one edge, uh, a true pass rusher. Um, And then that secondary, I mean, they've just invested so much in it. They've got... Arguably, the best cornered tandem in the league in Xavier and hired Byron Jones, uh, and then they bring in Javon Holland, who adds a ton of versatility to that secondary, uh, and then hey, maybe your guy Noah I finally puts together in year two.
1: Yeah, my guy. Um, so yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you. Where like, I have a lot of faith in Brian Flores, and that defense was awesome last year, and it just he was scheming the hell out of it. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba was one of the best under the radar signings uh, last year, not even close. I, it's just I don't, I don't know. I don't have faith in that offense yet. I they have to show it before I believe it,
0: especially with how well, You that you have lines. them with a ten and seven. You have them with a a borderline playoff spot though.
1: I do, I do. I, I believe in the roster and I believe it like in the talent of the roster and I believe in Brian Flores. I just think that defense is good enough to keep them competitive. Um, I I think they they still kind of sneak those Patriots games to get get a win there. They they beat the Jets twice. You know what I mean? Like they kind of squeeze it out. The schedule isn't too hard for the Dolphins. either.
0: I, I, I should mention that the, the AFC East is playing the AFC South and the NFC South this year. Yeah. Um, so one of the easier divisions to be playing in, in terms of the AFC South. Uh, yeah, everyone gets a free win. That, I mean, you a free win on the Texans and maybe a free win on the Jags for well for Dolphins, I would say yes. Yeah. Um, in London, I uh, think. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I think my main – for me, the main thing is going to be seeing how quickly they get Jalen Waddell involved as a do-it-all playmaker. Like, are they going to scheme him touches? Is it going to be a bland offense where they don't take advantage of what he can do as a dynamic playmaker in space? Like, it's just such an unknown because we haven't seen this co-C duo mm-hmm. run an offense.
1: See, before. for me, they went 10-6 and six last year. Yes, lots of luck involved. I, I totally feel you, like, they could easily go 8-9 like you have them. Um, but I think the roster is better. Uh, and I think <laughs> – I haven't seen these co-OCs do anything, but I think they're going to be better than that fucking uh, – Tran was so bad last year. He was so bad. I don't think there was a worse office coordinator. Uh, well, maybe there was, but <laughs> he was one of the worst. So I think just like that factor is I, I don't see them dropping off. And I know you're, you're not saying they're regressing. You're just saying kind of uh, a bounce here, a bounce there, and they're still making a, a bit of a step forward. But – I don't see them requesting, and I I don't know. I haven't done all my picks yet, but ten and seven, I feel like it's almost like they're not going to be a, a playoff team. Like the last the last um, one again, like like this past year,
0: right? Uh, a team that in theory should be better just because it'll be healthier. They'll get some key opt out guys back. Uh, is the Patriots, and I still ha- I have them going seven and ten. I part of that is just we don't. Know how healthy Cam Newton is, and when you factor in kind of some of the comments Belichick made after Newton had to miss some time um, just because of COVID protocols, like how how quickly they might end up having Mac Jones in there. One thing is certain to me: they're going to run the football yeah. a lot, and I think they're going to do it well. Like that offensive line, I think. uh Spoiler alert: is the best in the division. Um, and I think Damian Harris is kind of the perfect back, and they've got for, for what they're doing. Uh, and, and, and they've got some different flavors backing them up. And, and Ramondre Stevenson being more of that power back, James White being your past pass catcher, and JJ Taylor kind of being your Deion Lewis. So, no matter who's at quarterback, I think they'll run the football well. Um, I just wonder how different the offense will look. With Cam in there versus Mac in there, because I'm—I suspect we will see them both start a handful of games.
1: Yeah, when when Mac Jones has been in there during the preseason, it, it's kind of looked like Patriots Patriots of old, especially like the early Tom Brady. I'm not calling him Tom Brady, but the early Tom Brady offenses where you know Brady wasn't asked to do too much, where you know they're relying on the running backs and the run game and the defense. But uh, I definitely agree. I think I think the Patriots going to lead the NFL in rushing. Uh, I think when it all comes down, there's the top
0: in the in the league. Like as long as their offensive tackles stay healthy, like that offensive line is going to be quite good. I it's think. it's one of the best in um, NFL. Yeah. And and then yeah, and then in terms of pass catchers, they got better there in a weird way. Like I don't love paying Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar, um, and, and obviously they also paid Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry which I'm excited to see them go back to that heavy uh, 12 personnel usage. But whoever's at quarterback's is going to have more reliable receivers this year than they did last year. Um, I think Jacoby Myers is going to, I mean, if he hasn't already just taken whatever they thought Nikhil Harry was going to do for them yeah. and he'll do it. Um, and then defensively they get, like I said, they get key opt outs back and, and they've drafted to improve that side of the ball in recent years, right? Like, like I I don't know how much guys like Christian but Barrymore and Ronnie Perkins are going to play. Um but just adding that kind of more explosiveness mm-hmm. and, and depth to that front is interesting to me. Um and and then obviously getting Dante Hightower, one of the most important linebackers in football back is is huge.
1: Yeah, like I don't I don't think we're going to see too much Barmore and uh Perkins, but I think when they're on the field, I think you're going to see their their feel their impact. And, you know, with Bill Belichick, that defense is just – it's its pretty deep already, and he's just going to have it coached up creatively. And I, I think that um, – I think Josh Ucci is going to be one of the big breakouts this year. Uh, he's got an – I think
0: – sorry, I, I think him and then also bringing in Matthew Judon, who is Looked doing ahead. all kinds of things in the preseason. Yeah. Like, I think those two add so much scheme versatility to this front seven. And then, I mean, Kyle Van Noy is just old faithful, bringing him back again for the th- – was this his third time back in New England? Like or I guess it's his second time, but um I, I just think there's a lot of versatility in that front seven, a lot of a good mix of youth and veterans and, and uh, Hightower uh high being the key to it all.
1: Yeah, I, I think people really underestimated uh Hightower I think at the time they didn't, but then kinda of forgot about that Hightower opting out last year and I think he's kinda of the key cog there. Um and I, I think Matt Judon's one of the, like the preseason MVPs. Josh Uchi is one of the training camp MVPs, like around the league. So I think I think they're going to get something there. I think this will be a super competitive football team. Obviously, the secondary still got the the old stalwarts. Stephon Gilmore still there. I mean, he's 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 on the pup right now, I think. But like, I, the trade talk had died down too. So I don't know. I think Kyle Duggar takes a yeah, step it, up too. I, du- yeah.
0: Duggars looked pretty good in preseason, yeah. and then yeah, you have Gilmore and JC Jackson's one of the better uh, corner tandems in the league. You just traded for Sean Wade, <laughs> yeah. um, and if, if that pass rush is more consistent too, like that takes even more pressure off uh, an already good secondary. I mean, Devin McCourty is old faithful, um, but I, I guess what holds me back is I just don't know what. To ex- even though I think they're going to run the ball really well and that offensive line is going to be good, you ju- the Mac Jones Cam Newton QB yeah. combo they're just such different players, and at some point I do think Mac Jones takes the job from Cam Newton, um, and I don't know if that's necessarily good or bad.
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: I, I, for just in terms of in terms of in terms of win loss,
1: you know what I'll say? I think the Patriots are going to be in every game this year, but when. <laughs> They can't yes. push the ball downfield, really, because it's either Cam, and he's looked better, but we don't, we're not really sure. But, you know, his arm could give out any minute because we've seen that happen. Or Mac Jones, who's still obviously in his first year. Um, and, you know, the team starts stacking the box, and the running game slows down, and maybe they're down a touchdown. Those are the games that it's like, okay, they're in it, but they can't close. And I think we'll see a lot of that game for the Patriots. But, you know, if Bill can pull this one out and – Kind of get things humming, just get the ball to Max Hands quick, or or Cam's healthy and he's looking like the old Cam of the years past. I almost feel like they can sneak into the playoffs. I almost like, almost can see them making the playoffs before the Dolphins, if that even makes sense. I, I think they're going to be neck and neck for most of the season between the two teams.
0: Hmm. Um. I, I like your take that the the, the Patriots. You just they're going to be competitive in the vast majority of their games. Versus, I could see. Here and there, maybe two a struggling yeah. having a bit of a stinker where Miami gets yeah. blown out. Um, so I, I think that's a fair take. Uh, moving to the Jets, um, I think the first topic is the coaching staff. It just head-to-toe is so much better than what it has been, uh, even though they obviously haven't coached a game yet. Um, but Salah Lafleur Albrecht, like that is – to me, one of the most exciting uh, head coach coordinator combos in the league, uh, and, and then you Zach Wilson has looked pretty good in preseason, yep. um, and I think Corey Davis has look quite good, and all the hype about Elijah more top one
1: hundred receiver Corey Davis that is,
0: yeah, like like exactly the players <laughs> say it, um, and, and then the offensive line, it, it's been a work in progress. But Joe Douglas has done a good job, kind of reinventing yeah. it. Uh, I like it's not there yet, but it's gonna be better. Um, and I, I think, like the Jets are gonna be a team who, in years past, especially with Adam Gase and Sam Darnold, there as a team, you didn't get excited to watch when they played. Let's say on a Sunday, they were playing your team. Like you're not like that's a win. You're not that excited yeah. to see them. Versus now, even if they're losing games, the Jets are gonna be fun. Because Zach Wilson is just, his playing style is very hard to dislike. Uh, they've got pat, young pass catchers to get excited about. And then defensively, you just think Robert Siles is going to take a guy like Quinn Williams, who was already playing at a Pro Bowl level last year, despite what Bucky Brooks said, <laughs> uh, and, and kind of elevate him to, to another level. And they got some dogs on that defense. Um I think they're maybe not a team that's going to be competitive in every game, but they're a team you're excited to watch and pretty much every agree.
1: Game. And I don't think I've ever had this much faith in the New York Jets uh, in my life. And, that, and, you know, in the staff and just the way they're building. And, that, you know, they went to back to back AFC Championship games before and a couple others. And, like, but those teams, like, you know, the Mark Sanchez teams, the Rex Ryan teams, you never believe that they're going to ever win anything. And it's not like I'm saying the Jets are going to win anything at all this year, but I think. The way they are already constructing this roster and the way they're just the coaching staff is, um, I have faith that down the road that this that they can end up winning. You know what I mean? Like I have more faith in this team, and I agree with a lot what you said. Um, Zach Wilson's gonna be fun. Um, finding a consistent running game is gonna be interesting for the Jets, but um, like I think Ty Johnson's flash, Tevin Coleman's Tevin Coleman, and they got Michael Carter, who's also flash too. I think between the three of them, they, they got a running game there. Um, the pass-catching group is really good. I agree with you. And uh, seeing Elijah Moore step up as a rookie is going to be awesome. Um, the offensive line is going to be better. The front seven is good. It, again, it's the, this might be the worst secondary in the league, though. I think that's that's going to be the big question is who is even playing in the secondary outside of Marcus May. Um because, I mean, Bryce Hall's glimpses, I guess, but, like, again, this...
0: It, I, I, they, I think, want, like, I know Ashton Davis is currently on yeah. the PUP. I think they really need him to yeah, be Yeah, and solid.
1: he was... There was glimpses also from him last year, and obviously he was a much higher pick than Bryce Hall, but there, there was glimpses, like, but inconsistent, the, very inconsistent.
0: Is, and, and the need for the secondary to step up becomes even more vast when... You lose a guy like Carl Lawson, yeah. who, by all accounts, was dominating uh, throughout training camp. And uh, losing him, who everyone believed had Pro Bowl potential, especially on a salad yep. defense, where he gets to be that that go-to edge and compliment Quentin Williams and in, Williams inside. Um, losing that, I think, is so big. They trade but for Shaq Lawson. At the today. end of the day, yeah. yeah yes, that is true. Uh, at the end of the day, I do think, good or bad, this is going to be a fun team agree, to watch.
1: I agree. And again, like I said, it's the I, think I trust this team more than I've trusted any. Jesse, what you have them going uh, five and twelve? Yeah, okay. yeah, six and. O- Which isn't terrible. No, I got them six and eleven, and I was like, they started st- I had them like kind of stacking wins in the middle of the season. I'm like okay, and then of you know fizzling out. And I think that's kind of what the season is going to be. They, they kind of got a rough start to the year, where I'm like, eh, they went hang around in this game, but not really. But yeah, I, I, no, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. That's a big stuff. They were two and fourteen last year.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's 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 rank some quarterbacks.
1: <laughs> the worst thing we do on this show, but like,
0: but our favorite. It's the only th- reason we do these shows is because this is why. Like, this is my favorite. Part. T-
1: <laughs> it's funny how much how torn I am. Like, I'm like deciding who's eight, nine, and ten. Anyways, do you want to go ten to one or one to ten?
0: Let's go okay. ten to one. Ten
1: for one. Uh Purely biased. I'm not even sure if he's going to make the team. Josh Johnson, <laughs> currently of the Jets.
0: Finish yeah, your baby.
1: drink. Nine for me, also currently of the Jets. Uh, James Morgan, who threw a hell Mary last night, so I gave him the nod, baby. Uh, <laughs>
0: smart, smart.
1: Eight, the, the old stalwart in New England, Brian Hoyer, who, who probably <laughs> still looks okay. Okay, and then we get over the garbage and we get in some real quarterbacks, baby. Um, seven, I put Jacoby Percet. Six, I get...
0: I got him way higher. Sorry? I got him one. I got him one. one.
1: Yeah, I respect that. Uh, six. They got Mitch Trubisky. That was a big debate flipping those two around.
0: That no. That that's my. Uh, I got it flipped. I got Brissett six, Trubisky seven. But yeah, that's the big question is <laughs> in the those, entire division to me. Uh,
1: yeah, I actually I had them originally the other way around. And I'm like, no, you know what? Trubisky showed me something. It's it's the dable bump. Um, okay. Yeah, fair. And I think okay, clearly Josh Allen's number one. But two through five, I think, is, is, is very hard to break. So, for me, I went five, Mac Jones. Four, Same. Cam Newton. Okay. Three, Zach Wilson. Two, Tua. And I purely only did that based off my pre-draft rankings. I had I had to fall that. I had a higher grade on Tua than I did on Zach Wilson. So, I think it would be kind of stupid if I didn't do it that way. Uh,
0: okay. So, for me, I got Josh Johnson, 10. Jake Fromm, 9. Um, Brian Hoyer eight. Hey, Jake Fromm started over Justin Fields at Georgia. If you didn't know, Brian Brian Hoyer eight. That's just the Big Ten bump. Um, Trubisky seven. Brissett six. Mac Jones five. Zach Wilson four. Cam Newton three. Tua two. Josh Allen one. Openly admitting, I love Cam Newton, and that might be a little bias that I've got on three. But, uh, yeah,
1: very similar. I'm am surprised. I couldn't I couldn't put Jake Fromm on the list. I just couldn't do it
0: you yeah, b- b- you uh you don't respect George the I way don't. It, like I mean you?
1: I made that openly clear the last episode we did I think.
0: <laughs> yeah well you know me
1: your dog through and through uh
0: okay let's rip through some awards then uh, get to the NFC beast the the thing we're all itching to talk about
1: MVP it's obvious it's Josh Allen and uh, who's even second
0: there's cuz second to me would be maybe Stefan Diggs Who I put and offensive player of the year he, yeah. I also put for Steph Stephon Diggs for offensive player of the year. I think the the better question is who would you put second for offensive player of the year, and why is it Damian Harris? It,
1: it might be. I didn't even like. I didn't even put the second guy for some. I did. For, there's not a lot of offensive t- players you're banking on in this in this division.
0: No, I think D- <laughs> Damian Harris purely because one, I like him. Uh, I think he's a good fit. For, for uh, that that running attack and that offensive line, I just think. you. Damien Harris,
1: good. one of those draft picks that, that took a while and, like, you could kind of, you know, fizzled out before the draft, the love from, and come back and look, look, makes us look smart.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, okay, defensive player. I struggled. Here,
1: I struggled. I didn't know where to go. Um. Like, yeah, I could put Gilmore, but i you are know, not really sure, right? So I end up just going with a guy that I think is going to take a massive leap. You already named him. On the best team in the division. I did Tremaine Edmonds. I think Edmonds makes this leap this year. I think he, he has a massive fucking year. I think it's Tremaine Edmonds.
0: I think it's Quentin okay. Williams.
1: Sec- Williams. My second choice. But the Qu- Jets are just too not good.
0: Qu- Quentin Williams made the leap yeah. last year. Um, and I think he does it again like to another level this year. Uh Everything is there for him to be one of the best interior pass rushers and run defenders in the league. And then you, yeah, when you give a guy like Robert mm-hmm. Sala a toy like Quinn Williams, like, I think he's just going to unlock something. Let me say this. In- um, Edmonds. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Edmonds is a good pick. Xavier Howard, yeah. too. Uh, and I think Matt Judon's a, a <laughs> sneaky one just because he looks so good so far. Uh,
1: let me say this. If, if this was a, a bad post on Instagram and then it was like, oh, you got to pick one player from each division. Um, and I had to pick a defensive player from the Aces uh, to build the team around. It'd be Quinn Williams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. offensive rookie of the year. There's a, there's a couple of fun choices here. Yeah. Um I landed on Zach Wilson because he is going to start from week 1 on. I think he's going to make a lot of highlight passes uh, that will maybe cover up some of the rookie mistakes that'll come with it. Um it's just hard to go against a quarterback.
1: Yeah, I chose Zach Wilson as well. Um, he's looked really good. Honestly, he's looked better than I kind of anticipated. I thought there'd be some bumps. Yeah. Um, and it's preseason, of course, but he's looked pretty looks he looks really confident. And, and I, I mean, I wasn't worried about the confidence because he's clearly a confident guy. But um, yeah, I, I think the Jets are kind of good enough for it not to be an abject disaster either, which is uh, something that you always got to worry about with rookie quarterbacks. So I think Zach Wilson is the choice. Who Trey Lance almost ran himself into a disaster there. Um, sorry. Uh, who would, you, who would, you, would your second pick be, Mac Jones, or go with one of the receivers?
0: Um, I think my second pick would be Jalen Waddle, but a lot of that is just purely on what I thought of him coming yeah. out. And again, it goes back to our, what I was saying earlier. Is like, I mean, we don't really know how how he'll be utilized. Like, I almost think Elijah Moore is a safer bet. Um, even though it's a rookie quarterback, I just think Elijah Moore is going to see a lot of targets in general. Michael Carter is another interesting one, just because yeah. that that's a he's a talented running back in, in a, on a roster that doesn't have a clear cut. Yeah, one. I think
1: they're just going to rotate the three dudes. I I, and I was wondering what they were going to do coming into the preseason, and I don't think we've gotten any answers. And each guy's kind of shown a little bit. And, um,
0: yeah, and especially Lafleur being yeah. a Shanny guy uh, in Shanny's history with running backs, like it would be the least surprising thing would be to see them kind of go with the bike. Exactly.
1: Defensive rook of the year, which Miami pass rusher did you choose?
0: I went with Jalen Phillips. I went Phillips.
1: with Gregory Rousseau.
0: I think Phillips is more needed uh, to play heavy amounts of snaps early versus Rousseau could be in more of a mm. rotation early just because they've, They've got Jerry Hughes. They've got Boogie Basham as well. They've got AJ Epinesa, They got Mario Addison. Um, so it, it's almost purely Jalen Phillips will put up better numbers because of uh, usage.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think you know they're gonna they get creative with their blitzes in Miami. Um, I think obviously I got the Bills winning the division and being one of the best teams in the league. So I think they. they I understand. I I agree with you, but I also think Gregory's is kind of going to be that situational dude and flash a lot. Um, realistically, I don't think either of these guys are going to win it, even though they're, they're both first-round pass wrestlers. No, But, no, I think it, you could go either way. I think it's a kind of a coin flip between the two. But Rousseau's flash a lot in preseason, so I'm going to give him the, the, old, the old hands. Yes, yeah, fair. I, you
0: could say. I I also want to say Javon Holland might find himself playing a lot of snaps because of his versatility, yeah. which could – like I don't think he would win it, obviously. But He'd be I my third that, choice. Uh, he, he's a def- – yeah, uh, I, he is also my third choice. Uh, okay, offensive line of the year. I already said earlier, mine's it's New England uh, the Patriots, with yeah. the, yeah. And, and obviously that's banking on Isaiah Wynn staying healthy at left tackle. Trent Brown kind of having a bounce yeah. back. Now that he's back in New England at right tackle. Uh, but on when you, Jack Mason I think are going to be one of the better guard tandems in the league. And then David Andrews is back at center.
1: Pretty impressive with they could lose Joe Thune and still be the best in the division, one of the best in the league
0: yeah uh, and speaking of uh that comeback player of the year i just i i gave it to the win trent brown tackle combo for new england
1: Oh, I, I stuck with new england i gave it to dante hightower coming off the uh, opt-out he
0: he was my second choice i just liked putting win and brown <laughs> uh and, and matt milano is another yeah, good choice that's
1: a good one. i didn't think of that one uh most improved i stuck in buffalo this is this is purely me picking with my heart here. I hope it's A.J. Epineza. I hope we see this second-year lead from A.J.
0: G- so g- What? Sorry. I, 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 w- I want to stipulate this. For my most improved, I I, I stayed away from picking second-year guys because a lot like, all of the time, rookies just don't get the same chances. So I, I tried to stick with go more veteran picks, I, I guess. I, I will um,
1: in the future. I think I got a couple of rookies. And I think you should. But I think... That Epineza's rookie season was so nothing. So bad. That I, I felt like I had to put Yeah, it, it's one thing if he didn't get the opportunity, Fair. but he got shots and he just looked like nothing. But he's he showed glimpses in the preseason. I believe in the talent. He said he had that one awesome uh, bull rush that I'm like, okay, that looks like A.J. Epineza at Iowa that I thought we both thought was a safe pick and showed nothing. So I think I think it I think it's gonna click. I hope so at least.
0: Um so I kind of struggled mm. here. Part of me wanted to put Corey Davis because I think he, he we, we saw last year hints of why yeah, he was a top yeah. pick. And, and now that he's in a situation where um, he's got a better chance to be that true number one outside guy, the what held me back from definitely going with him is it's it's still tough to, not because of his play, but because of the situation to guarantee he'll have it a 1,000-yard season. Uh, just because obviously he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Um, another one I thought of was Jacoby Myers. Uh, just because again, I think like he might end up being the most consistent wide receiver in that offense. One hundred percent. My fi- uh, in my fi- my 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 actual pick is Chris Herndon because we hear it every year with Chris Herndon, he's going to be the breakout <laughs> fantasy tight end, and then it never happens. Uh, like he he looked so good as a rookie, was suspended in year two, and then year three he was just like whatever is part of that sad Jets offense. Now he's got Zach Wilson, and we saw how much Zach Wilson liked Isaac Rex at BYU, and I think Chris Herndon's got a chance to kind of solidify himself as an That's NFL a good starting. That's I like
1: now. that pick. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. I hope it happens because like he said, he showed he showed he looked really good as a rookie. And then injuries and, yeah, and the Jets being a disaster. I like that pick. Um, Rob, I did it again. Breakout, I went with a second-year player. I had to pick Josh Uji because I think he's going to be one of the big breakout stars of the NFL season.
0: I I think breakout is a lot more – like, I'm cool with going – because a breakout does happen in Mm -hmm. year two, like, versus a most improved uh, – I don't know, it's different to me. Yeah, yeah. so, no, no, I I think that totally makes sense and that's a good pick. Uh, who'd you go with? I went, I went with Ed Oliver, yeah. just because I, choice. I'm still like, he hasn't been bad. He just hasn't been nearly what you expect, and it looks worse because Quinn Williams has been what you expect. Um, I also put the tight. My my number two choice was the tight end combo of Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith.
1: You know, what, it's, Hunter Henry is kind of like a could be like a most improved or a comeback kind of kind of be a bit of everything.
0: Yeah. Uh coach of the year Sean, Sean McDermott. McDermott. Yeah,
1: he hasn't won yet. So if they're if they got the best or second best record in the AFC, I fucking give it to him finally.
0: Assistant of the year, uh it's hard not to go with Absolutely. Brian D'Able. I,
1: I think that was the I, you already touched upon this though, but I think that was one of the biggest wins, if not the biggest one in the offseason, is keeping Brian Dable.
0: Um two other choices, I put Mike LaFleur mm-hmm. just cuz I think the Jets offense will be so much more fun to watch. Uh, and, and Gerard Mayo, who's not technically the DC, but is the DC for the Patriots. Yeah,
1: no, for sure. Uh, I think coach of the uh, assistant of the year is kind of, there's some options there. Coach of the year, I don't think there was any options aside from Der- McDermott. No. Um, but I agree with you. GM of the year, um, I kind of thought Joe Douglas was the only option.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. Just in terms of how they've quickly yeah. rebuilt that roster have turned them into a watchable team. And, and that staff, like, he put together mm-hmm. that staff with Salah, and uh, I, I think this is the most confidence anyone's had in a, a Jets coaching staff in a while.
1: Yeah, like, say they get to seven wins or something and no other team really makes a huge leap or something, I, I think I think Douglas will be on the finalist list, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, And speaking of taking a leap... The Orlando Magic will likely take a huge leap this year. What 60, 65 wins? Uh, yeah, AJ?
1: I mean they had like twenty-two last year, so I think you can see a forty-win bump.
0: Yeah, it's well. I mean they got they got the the Vogners, they
1: got the, they got the Sug,
0: <laughs> and and to hear AJ break down each of those sixty-five wins throughout the season. Download Spotify Green Room, a live audio-only sports talk platform. That is free to download and to use. They don't even charge you to use it. Nor to download it. It's crazy. You can talk to AJ for free. Maybe e-transfer AJ some money or Venmo or whatever you do. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Because the more money you send AJ, the more magic content you will get.
1: I am trying to quit my day job and this podcast to talk about magic.
0: All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app from the iOS App Store and subscribe to Magic Kingdom with AJ, uh, and that's that. On to the NFC Beast.
1: I hate, I hate this um, so much, Rob.
0: Do you, we'll just fly through. We don't even have to talk about the Giants, in my opinion.
1: I I got the okay. I'll start. <clears throat> I got the Eagles and Giants
0: for yeah. wait. First, the 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 NFC Beast plays the AFC West and the NFC South this year. Uh, yeah, not not
1: not a lot of wins in the in the West there. Anyways, um, the Eagles and Giants I have them both at the bottom at six and, six and eleven. Um, okay, Washington.
0: Okay, you gave them more wins than I did. Yeah,
1: I don't know. They're, I think they're just that's what they are. Um, you I love them. Me. I love them so much. I got Washington in second. Sorry, uh our dmv friends uh i don't see the leap i got them going nine and eight i got them going nine and eight and uh winning the division the best team in football america's team the super bowl champions preseason every year the dallas cowboys going 10 and 7 with a healthy deck ish i guess
0: okay so i got the eagles going three and 14 (laughs) I Uh, i got the giants going four and 13 I got the Washington football team going 10-7. and seven. You know they're my second mm-hmm. favorite team. In uh, the Dallas Cowboys going 12-5.
1: We got a Cowboy fan. Let's start with the Cowboys.
0: Well, it starts with Dan Quinn.
1: The best coordinator in football. The, yeah.
0: the talent acquired for that defense. And, and more importantly, it starts with Dak Prescott being healthy in theory.
1: Uh, definitely. I mean, clearly when Dak was healthy last year, that offense was fucking amazing um so
0: it's the best wide receiver trio in the league sure. you know uh, like Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, Michael Gallup are all 1000 yard type receivers I mean Amari Cooper's a pro bowler CD Lamb I think's better than him and uh Gall- Gallup's it's the best third receiver kind in kind of game, a, probably I'd, yeah and like a guy who could be potentially a wide receiver 1 on a on some rosters. of the
1: bad rosters yeah and wide receiver 2 on any other team, pretty much.
0: Yeah, one of the he, like, yeah, he could be one of the better wide receiver twos mm-hmm. in the league, and he's a wide receiver three,
1: for sure. Um, Zeke is Zeke. I think he's taken a step back, but
0: uh, I think he'll, I think he'll have a bit of a bounce back year, though. A little bit, I agree. I think uh, honestly,
1: it, I, I honestly think just not having Dak on the field <laughs> makes him not as good, and obviously it makes the offense not as good. But even individually performance, I think it makes him not as good. But I think for for what Zeke has lost, Tony Pollard kind of fills in, so it's not a huge deal.
0: And the other thing is the offensive line sh- should be healthy. I think it's a question. Tyron still Smith because back. of the, the, the health. Lael Collins yeah. back. Tyler Biadesh uh gets to be the starter. Zach Martin's still yeah. awesome. Connor Williams has looked better. There's not a lot to indicate And, and like Kellum, like Mike McCarthy sucks, but Kellen Moore is a good mm-hmm. O C. This offense should be good. There the only reason it won't be his injury.
1: Uh, yeah, totally. But then you, I think we flip the side. I think this is where we differ a little bit. Where I, I still don't have that much faith in this defense. i I'm, 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 I know you're not brimming at the rim. Where, <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, with with confidence in this in this defense, but I think you got it a little more than I do.
0: Um, and the, well, the de- the defense I look at it and it's like Micah Parsons has looked yes. fantastic in the preseason. Yep. Uh. I, I just, I mean, we both love Dan Quinn. Um, they've got more depth up front than they've sure. had. The big thing is Neville, Gall- Neville Gallimore getting hurt, I think, is a pretty big deal uh, because I think he's the best interior guy. But you still have Randy Gregory and DeMarcus Lawrence on the outside, and I think Randy Gregory's going to take another step. Um, I, I think getting Jalen Smith and LVE off the field is another positive. Uh, and then in, in that secondary... Um, they, they obviously they, they spent some draft capital, uh, in theory improving it. Um, it's gonna be young, and I think there will be some bumps. But I think Dan Quinn's gonna do a good job, kind of hiding some of the things. And I think Michael Parsons is just gonna be all over the yeah. field. And the other thing is like the, that I in my head this this offense is gonna be putting up. Thirty yeah. a game and being able to compete. So even with if they're giving up the teams at 20, apart-
1: 24 a game or whatever, that's not a huge deal. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll start at the front there. It's deeper. It's still like you like you said, the Gallimore injury hurts. But hey, I was hiring Osa Digazua and he's looked pretty good in the in the preseason and in camp. So I think that would be big, especially with Gallimore going down. If he can step up, Demarcus Lawrence, Demarcus Lawrence, no question there. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Randy Gregory for for many many reasons. Uh, So I think still that that second pass rushing option is going to be huge, huge, huge for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, (laughs) Have any two players on one team at the same position, essentially, fallen off more, like ever, than Jalen Smith and LVE, from guys that look like they're going to be one of the best in the league at their positions, to guys who are now uh, sitting behind a rookie and a converted safety? That is... (laughs) Absolutely <laughs> absolutely crazy. Uh, but m- I agree with you. Par- Parsons looked amazing. Um, I think he's going to step in immediately and and be probably the best – no, the second best defensive player on this team. Second best defensive player. I don't have a lot of faith yeah. in the secondary, though. Um, hey, Israel Mukwamu looked good today, but Nayshaun Wright has had glimpses, but he's been really up and down, and they took him way too early. Still love Jordan Lewis. Uh, The other rookie, Kelvin Joseph, uh, got hurt today. I don't know how serious it is, but we haven't seen a lot of him. Uh, And Trevon Diggs, I think he's going to get better. He he was... (laughs) I don't know if any other rookie was as up and down as he was last year. Because he had had the big plays, but week to week he was bad. He's got to take a massive leap. But no, I I get it. This Cowboys team is going to be really entertaining. Because they're going to be getting scored on a lot. But they're going to be putting up a lot of points of their own. Um, That's why I think it's kind of like a middling. They win the division. I've confidence in that, but... um, yeah, I don't, I don't see them really making a leap. And, and it all comes down to, I think Mike McCarthy is a bad head coach.
0: Yeah, no, that's that, – that. I mean, it's not like you're you're saying they won't make no. the playoffs or anything. You still have yeah. them in the division. You just don't think they're a true Super Bowl contender is what exactly. it sounds
1: like. Yeah, I think they, they lose in the wild card game or something like that. or Maybe they win one playoff game, that's it.
0: That would be very Dallas Cowboys. Would
1: think. be, I mean, hey, it would be most if they go like fifteen and two or something like that, and then they lose, they lose in the divisional, or they don't get the buy, and they lose in the wild card.
0: Well, I might have the Cowboys winning division, but to me, the Washington football team has my heart. Not only did they bring in Fitz Magic, which I mean, everyone likes to cheer for Fitz Magic, but Terry McLaurin uh, gets some some more talent around him and doesn't have to carry the load maybe as much as in uh, the previous two years. They add in uh, Curtis Samuel, Adam Humphreys, Diami Brown. The wide receiver room gets a lot more fun. Uh, Logan Thomas is a Pro Bowl-level tight end. And I expect Antonio Gibson yeah. to take a big leap in year two. I take. think this
1: is going to be – the Washington football team are going to be very fun to watch, which we haven't said since they had RG3. Um, I, I'm going to start here. I, I don't have the faith in Ryan Fitzpatrick that I think a lot of people do. I, we've seen Ryan Fitzpatrick absolutely.
0: Base, my okay. So my 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 take is sorry it's sorry okay. to kind of interrupt you, but he is so much better than what they had at quarterback. I agree. That it's hard for me to see them regressing on offense with by inserting. Yeah, I,
1: I don't think it's a regression as much as the Cowboys are are, are going to be alive this year. Uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like just that, just the existence of the Cowboys. I think they're like they're not getting worse. They're just not getting much better. But they, like you said, all the additions at the pass catcher position. Makes them way better, because they, they were, like, Isaiah Wright was playing a lot of snaps for them last year, and I love Isaiah Wright, but he, he's not Curtis Samuel. Um, but I, I just think they can only go as far as Ryan Fitzpatrick can take them, and I don't, I don't know how far that is. We've seen him come in and look good the year prior and kind of be the starter and just absolutely look terrible, and he's such a volatile player, but he's fun as hell. I think he's going to be fun. I think he's going to be fun. I don't think it's going to be an abject disaster from him or anything like that, but uh, I just don't think he can, he can elevate this. I think they're better, but not elevated. Um, running back, this is a good group. I think Antonio Gibson. I totally agree with you. He's going to make a massive leap. I think we come out of the season talking about Gibson as one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, Jared Patterson has looked awesome as a UDFA. I think he makes the team. McKissick is one of the best pass catching up there at least top ten in the group, in the league. Um, Logan Thomas is the our greatest hit in history. Uh, the offensive line is better, right?
0: I, I was gonna ask, what do you think of the offensive line? Because I think Charles Leno inserting him is, which it's still so ridiculous. The Bears just cut him. He's a very safe tackle for the time being. Uh, when Brandon Sheriff's healthy, he's obviously one of yeah. the best guards in the league. Uh, they are uh, the, uh, Chase Rollier is one of the uh, like one of the better centers in the league. I wonder what they do uh, at right tackle. Is Cornelius Lucas just gonna shift from left to right? Like, cause he played pretty mm-hmm. well last year when he was in. Uh, they draft Sam Cosme. I'm thinking we're thinking that's more of a weight a weight in he, he's the left tackle of the future. Um, and then th- they brought Eric Flowers back, so
1: <laughs> better. But like, like yeah. I think the
0: offensive line's okay. It's yeah. not it's not great, but it's not horrid.
1: But honestly, they were like they were not great and not horrid last year with patchwork group you know what i mean like they, they kind of just got it done yeah yeah it's pretty impressive
0: yeah um and then def- defensively it's one of the best defenses in the league it's the deepest defensive line in the league john allen's a stud um chase young's on the cusp of being a defensive player of the year candidate yeah. montez sweat it, it, it showed a ton last year drawn Payne's one of the best one techs in the game and you get matt, like behind that even you still have matt Ioannidis. Who's starting on most yeah. rosters? Tim Settle, baby, uh, my boy Tim <laughs> Tim Settle's, who I think could start for other teams, uh, and then you, you even draft guys like um, William Bradley King and Tony yeah. for depth, and then the linebacker room was the big th- issue last year, and you drafted a guy in Jamon Davis who maybe I didn't necessarily love how early he went, but I love yeah. the fit, and that he's just going to thrive, I think, with that D line in front of him, and then you got veteran john bostick and or uh a more athletic option cole hole come next to him like that front seven is going to be really good and even the secondary gets better by bringing in a guy like william jackson getting cameron curl another year in the system healthy landon collins kendall Fuller's one of the better starting corners in this division um I, I don't like I think it's a top five defense.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of the defenses in the league that can win you football games straight up against like the 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 weaker teams. But when that offense, if Fitzpatrick has an off game or a turnover heavy game, you can rely on um, this defense to keep you in it or just flat out win games. And it's yeah, it's amazing. It's 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 a really great great group. And, and yeah, like you said, the secondary is better. Think,
0: and they're gonna beat up on the Giants and the yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Who who just lack offensive identities right now.
1: You want to talk giants? Not not a lot.
0: Sure. I don't I think Daniel Jones is at his absolute best. Not like not Andy Dalton level.
1: Like today Andy Dalton. And at his or worst, peak t- Andy
0: Dalton. Peak Andy Dalton. Agree. And at his worst is, like, Drew Lock back.
1: I think that's a good, really, really, really good range for Daniel Jones because um, he's at the king of fumbles.
0: <laughs> yes, and, and the pro- the problem is you're not going to consistently get him at that Andy no. Dalton level if Saquon Barkley isn't at his best, if that offensive line is as bad as it is, if Jason Garrett's calling your plays. uh like, and I think they're banking a lot on a Saquon Barkley immediately becoming yeah. that top three running back, uh, B Kenny Galladay being like Kenny Galladay didn't do anything last year. I think that like there's high expectations with Kenny Galladay, um, even though he was so injured last year. And the other thing is like they drafted Kadarius Tony in the first round, and I don't trust them at all, I know you don't either. To utilize him and correctly, it's, it's been a like they have on from,
1: tone, like just not showing up, getting hurt, and shit like that too, right?
0: Yeah, like on paper, they've got a ton of offensive playmakers, but it's just when you put it together, I don't, I don't necessarily see it, especially with that offensive line being still a big question mark. Andrew Thomas struggled last year; he had some some flashy moments, but still, uh, you get Nate Solder back, which uh, I mean that's a plus, but who knows? Like, Will Hernandez hasn't yeah. really lived up to it. Um, they've got some, one of the worst center situations in the league. I, like, I just don't think that offense will do very much. I think the defense is solid, but the the offense is just so yeah, bad. Yeah,
1: like, when you look at the running backs, the wide receivers, and the tight ends, you are like, this is a really good offense. And then you factor in that Daniel Jones, I feel the same way as you. He sucks. And the offensive line is is terrible. And if you don't have a good quarterback and you don't have a good offensive line, uh, the pass catchers and the running backs don't matter. That's kind of it. And exactly. they can only elevate you so much. And it's not like this is like Kenny Gall is good, but I, yeah, like you said, he didn't do much last year. Jillian only shepherd is good, but he's been great. Now, uh, Tony, I, I don't think he's going to add much, if anything this year. And again, I don't trust Jason Garrett and that rolls into, I don't trust Joe judge. I don't trust Jason Garrett. So I don't think this is a good football team. Um,
0: like, I think Darius Slayton's gonna continue to be their best uh, pass catcher.
1: That you know, it, that's a, it's a I agree with you. I agree, but I think Galladay's gonna be good. I think Galladay's gonna have a good year, but it only goes as far as Jones can go, and Jones only goes as far as the offensive line can protect him. And uh, I don't see that happening. Flip side defense is solid, I totally agree. And James Bradbury, like, one of the biggest um, breakout slasher, I guess you could say. Was great in the secondary, so the secondary is gonna be better with McKinney being healthy and all of that, and the front's solid. But I again, the quarterback is off the line and the coaching staff, and that that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like Leonard Williams is. Yeah. I I mean that paid off. They Dave that made Dave Gellman look smart. Dexter Lawrence. Is good. Uh, they bring in Aziz Ojolare. Mm-hmm. They the linebacker like off ball linebacker is still a problem yeah. to me. Um, Blake Martinez might lead the league in tackles, but. It doesn't make him good. Um, but I, I do, I do like pieces in that secondary. I like pieces on that D line. I like, I like BJ Hill. I think BJ Hill, Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams are a load. Um, yeah. And like you mentioned Bradbury and and McKinney and they, uh, they brought in a Dory Jackson, uh, Darnay. Yeah. They need Darnay Holmes to also step up and I think prove he's a starting nickel. Um, yeah, no, I don't – it's just not a very exciting – even though they have all these pieces on offense, when you look at it as a whole, it's just not a team I want to watch play football. Uh,
1: me neither. I mean, I do, I do want to see Saquon come and like, back and be healthy and put on a show again, but, yeah.
0: And, like, I have the Eagles winning less games, but I am I would much rather watch this Eagles team. Yeah, I think, I think the Eagles won, are interesting. I think,
1: so let's, let's get there.
0: Yeah. Like the coaching staff is bizarre, and I don't know. I still don't know what to think of uh, uh, Nick Sirianni, but I do want to see Jalen Hurts going into a season as the as the starter and see see how that works. And I I do want to see, obviously, like Devonta Smith. I there's not a doubt in my mind that Devonta Smith pretty immediately has an impact. Um, Now. Jalen Rager maybe not so much, but I think Devonta Smith is going to be playing a lot and, and seeing a lot of targets. I think Dallas Goddard's going to also kind of probably him and, and Smith become the the go tos um, And then offensive line, like it's a it's a weird mix. They've invested in it and it hasn't necessarily paid off. Like they need Lane Johnson to come back healthy. Jason Kelsey still one of the best in the game, um, but. It all just comes back to I want to watch Jalen Hurts play football and see how they fit this scheme to what he does. Yeah, well. so
1: where the Giants are just stuck with Daniel Jones. Like, I was going to ask you, like, do they move on after the season if he's not good? But I don't even think they will. I think they're just.
0: I don't think so. No, because I think he'll he'll still prove to be like not a blatant bust. Like he'll be one of the thirty two best quarterbacks in the league, which isn't like. <laughs> Good necessarily, but they've invested too much in him to imme- like a move it's on. It's exactly
1: same. like like you know late career Eli Manning all over again. But he's an athlete, anyway. So where they're stuck, at least the Philadelphia Eagles are saying, okay, we took you, Jalen Hurts. We shipped Carson Wentz off. Uh, prove it. Prove it. Either I, I, the, the offense around you is not as bad as it was last year. You got to come out and show us something. So at least then they, after this season, at least the Eagles are going to know where they are. You know what I mean? So like that's a good spot. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. like like I think like you know Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell, it's a solid duo. The pass catchers, like you said, I think Devontae Smith special. Um, it's going to be better because you know Goddard healthy or it's whatever he's got left in the tank. That's still it's better than it's been. The line is so weird to me. I I find it. I totally agree with you. It's strange because Jason Kelsey still a stud. Uh, when Lane Johnson is healthy, he's a stud. Uh, Brandon Brooks is still good. Like, they need Diller to step up, though, badly. There's a lot of hype from about Jordan Mailata, but I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like I've sat down and watched Jordan Mailata tape, but um, he's got to prove it before I can kind of <laughs> trust him. And then it's still like a, a weird a weird defense that...
0: Well, I, I was going to say, like, I think like the defensive line, because Harry Roseman always. always invests in it... Like, it's still yep. loaded. Like, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Derek Burnett, Javon Hargrave. They bring in Ryan Kerrigan. Milton Williams I think flashing. Josh Sweat's going to take yeah. a leap. Yeah, I think Milton Williams is going to carve out a fun role. Um, like, the defensive line is going to be yep. good. The linebackers are just so fucking bad. And
1: the and they've really
0: been pants, bad. Too. And they've, they've done very little. But even so, at least the secondary has uh Darius Slay, and 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 they brought in Stephen Nelson, who I know it was. There was high highs in Pittsburgh and low lows, but like that's better than what they've had. Um, and they they, um, they brought in Anthony Harris too. Like they're I, trying there, and it's almost like I know they brought in Eric Wilson, but like I don't think that moves the needle for a lot of people. It, Alex Singleton's gonna make a million tackles. Yeah. This year.
1: I want to see Kayvon Wallace get get a good run there in Philly.
0: I think yeah, he will. I think
1: he should. I want to see what he's got. Um, I think Zach McPherson's going to end up playing a lot for them too. Um, which
0: I don't know if that's a good no, thing though. I don't because even though we obviously we both liked him a lot, they took him in the fourth round. I just I don't. That it seems like there's going to be a lot on his yeah, shoulders. He, they really. were
1: really going at him in preseason, and that's that's not uh, yeah. not great. he didn't look like it looked solid, but like but not not great.
0: Like. This Eagles team, it's hard for me to imagine they don't end up with the top five pick, unless Jalen Hurts really makes a huge jump.
1: So do you, do you think this time next year they have a rookie quarterback on the team? Um, a first-round rookie quarterback on the team?
0: Yeah. The Eagles? Yes. Yeah.
1: And you love G- uh, Jalen Hurts. Which
0: I hate because I love Jalen Hurts. I love yeah. Jalen Hurts.
1: I don't... Like, that was kind of so, – when Jalen Hurst was coming out, that was kind of my thing where, like, I, I liked him. I think he's an awesome dude in the locker room, um, fun as hell football player. I just – I wasn't sure if he could ever be a starter. And I'm, I'm glad he's getting the look early. I'm not glad that –
0: Part of yeah. – well, like, part of that too is I just, like – The the staff and just all this other shit going into this like he just feels like he's set up to fail. That's what I was about to say. And he will be the scapegoat.
1: I mean, hey, people have kind of turned around on Nick Sirianni as the season has gone on, but uh, or as the preseason has gone on. Uh, Don't count me in that though. I don't. I I, I need to see it to believe it.
0: All right, let's rank some quarterbacks.
1: Okay, let's do it. Um, okay, ten for me. I'm audibling on the spot. Garrett Gilbert.
0: Nine for drink. me,
1: Cooper Rush. I gave Rush the nod. I think he's going to win that backup job. Let's go. Uh, eight for me, yep. Kyle Allen. Seven. I had to do it. I put Joe Flacco seven. I put Joe Flacco seventh. seven. Uh, he looks okay in preseason. Uh, six for me, Taylor Heineke. Fifth, Gardner Minshew. Fourth, Daniel Jones. Third, Jalen Hurts. I still put Fitz second. And Dak, obviously, it's not even close at uh, first. I don't think there's going to be a bigger gap between 1 and 2 in any division.
0: Uh Very similar. 10, Garrett Gilbert. 9, Joe Flacco. 8, Cooper Rush. 7, Taylor Heineke. 6, Kyle Allen. 5, Gardner Minshew. 4, Daniel Jones. 3, Jalen Hurts. So we both have Hurts over Jones. Uh, 2, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, same, 1, same, Dak. Top f-
1: same top 5.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: <sighs> MVP. It's clearly Dak.
0: Yeah, it's like it's very similar to the NFC East where it's it's clearly Dak and there's not really another pick. Like my second pick would be Ryan Fitzpatrick, which is just my, crazy. I guess
1: my second pick would no, I uh, Saquon, I guess if but that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> offensive player of the year.
0: Uh offensive pl- player of the year. This uh, I I think to me it was just obviously not to pick the yeah. quarterback again. I I was debating between Terry McLaurin and CeeDee Lamb. I chose Terry McLaurin. Okay.
1: So, I, obviously, I think this... I I, for, I think CeeDee Lamb's better than Terry McLaurin. I think he's got a better quarterback, and I think he's on the better team. So, that's kind of where I went. But, again, he's got... He, Terry McLaurin is the dude. But, he's the dude in Washington. Yeah. So, yeah. again,
0: yeah. I... And, and I think adding Fitz will give Terry McLaurin even more downfield sure. chances. And they they take some pressure off by adding more wide receivers but not wide receivers to the point that it will take away his absurd amount of targets. Like, they're not oh, good enough sure. wide receivers to do that. Like, Curtis Samuel's not going to right versus, yeah, like like you said. like Jamie will Lamb, get his looks, but not a, not a lot either. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Defensive player of the year. Chase Young, correct. That's To me, that's the definite pick. Um, just assuming he takes another he leap this yeah. year was – Exactly. I got no doubt. Like, I don't like to see him do twelve plus sacks. I think is pretty realistic. Yeah. The, the only issue um, for
1: Chase Young is uh, other guys beating him to the quarterback.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my other pick would be, I put like I think John Allen. Just it would never happen. Be but in terms of yeah. impact, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't put up the box score stats that. The uh, Demarcus the Lawrence, if before. he can you know, uh,
1: kind of carry that Cowboys defense, Le-
0: Leonard Williams as well came to mind.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, and then to me, offensive rookie of the year, it was it was uh, Devonta Smith, and I didn't even consider no, it's,
1: it's Devonta Smith. Um, do you think he's got a legit candidacy for for real life or?
0: It's hard because you just again you have no idea what the, what this offense with Jalen Hurts or how long Jalen Hurts' leash will be. Like,
1: yeah, I I I, I'm, I, I think like, he's gonna be great, but he's he's got really no shot to actually win the award.
0: Yeah, like I think he'll have over eight hundred yards. I just it's hard to say he, he'll be in a thousand yard receiver immediately just given situation. It, like just
1: even so, seeing these rookie quarterbacks in preseason, it, it's got it's gonna be one of them.
0: Yes, also true. Unless that it's Najee, I think, and I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But even for Najee to win, uh, he'd have to get take. absolutely fed, and the Steelers be really great. And,
0: he would also need the quarterbacks to not, not play, to play well.
1: well, which is a, a lot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And when there's that many of them, it's hard to imagine one of exactly. them doesn't play well.
1: Defense of the rookie of the year. I don't know if we're gonna have a hotter, hotter, more hotly contested uh, pick between the top two guys.
0: I think it's without a doubt. Okay, Micah Parsons. I chose
1: Micah Parsons, but I think I think John Davis got a legit candidacy.
0: I uh, but because of how just Agreed. immediate Micah Parsons Agreed. looks, that's to me because uh, you're right, and I've talked about it on this show before. Is Jawan Davis is in a great spot to be a, a tackle machine and therefore a defensive rookie the year candidate, um, but just how quickly Micah Parsons earned the starting role and. Just looks Absolutely. like a dude. How,
1: how great he's looked. Uh, but, yeah. Plus, John, like, I was a little worried that maybe he'd get a little situational to start and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but <laughs> Jalen Smith and LV are, are useless. It's Michael Parsons. Yeah.
0: yeah. John, John Davis the number two choice. I, I, I'm i excited to see Aziz yeah. Ojalari what he does for the Giants. And Mil, Milton Williams, because like you said, he's carving out a role in Philly already in, yeah, in the rotation. Agreed. O-line of the year, similar to the... Uh, AFC East. I think as long as this stays healthy, it's the Cowboys. Like Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Tyler Beatty, Zach Martin. Larry yeah, I Collins. think
1: if it, like I, I'm picking Dallas, but I do think I think Philly's got a talk if they're if they're healthy too.
0: Mm. Comeback player, Saquon uh,
1: or Dak? Yeah, Dak.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> duh. Wow, that I didn't even write his name down. Just fine. Slipped my mind. I've been watching too <laughs> yeah, much hard. MVP, I mean,
1: if you're going for MVP, I'm fine with going. It's one of the two, and and they're both legit, like the, maybe the top two in the league.
0: <laughs> um, Leal Collins would be my third, I think.
1: Uh, hold on. Sorry, I just pulled up the odds. Dak is the favorite. Uh, CMCA and Saquon and Joe Burrow are tied for second on this random ass site. Uh,
0: Joe Burrow shouldn't be nah, in I contention.
1: Um, yeah, I, so I, I think it's Dak and Saquon as the actual top two. Um
0: most improved. I
1: cheated again. I, I cheated. I, okay, we shit on the Giants so much.
0: I went I, I, I went no fun like with that. mine. We
1: shit on so. the Giants so much. I wanted to be a little nice with my most improved and my breakout. I went both with second-year players. Uh, similar situation. Andrew Thomas. I still think he's a really good football player. He showed it a bit towards the end of the season. Um, <laughs> he was a disaster most of the other season. So I still believe in the talent. They're always going to look at that pick and think, fuck, we could have had – Tristan Wirth, Cedric Wills, Kai Pecton. But but uh, I think Andrew Thomas is still a really good football player. And I think he's going to put his shit together, hopefully.
0: I really thought you'd pick Will Hernandez.
1: You know what? I, I, I've lost... I don't know. I've lost faith a little bit.
0: Okay, so since I'm way more fun than you, I considered two former safeties who were taken in the first round and both now play for the Dallas Cowboys... Malik Hooker. <laughs> but my pick is Keanu Neal, who, by all accounts, is the other starting linebacker with Micah Parsons for that Dallas Cowboys yep. defense now. Uh, that's how bad LV and Jalen Smith are. Uh, and I'm excited to see him playing a true linebacker role.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am too. I want to see what he's got. I think that's fun. Again, like I said, I kind of had to give the Giants a little bit of hope. Um, breakout, I, I stuck with New York. Um, I won this Avery McKinney. I. I I think he's got the goods.
0: That that's my number I he's two. He's got pick. the
1: goods. Um, obviously he missed most of the year, but when he came back, he looked really good. That secondary is really solid. Um, so I, I think he he's got the goods to be legit. Uh,
0: yeah, he's my second pick. My my number one pick is Antonio Gibson. Oh yeah,
1: like I right. I like almost didn't even consider him. Like I didn't even cross. But definitely, definitely, I think he's going to be. Like I said, I things to be talked about as one of the best running backs in the league after the season.
0: I also I think Josh Sweat and Philly's another <laughs> candidate. He looked quite good last year, year. and yeah. now I think he's he's only in year three, so
1: I, I, feel, like, I feel like we say that uh, every year. He
0: looked really good last year. He he's been he playing really well. Um, uh, Coach of the year, I went with Ron Rivera because I have the football team make the
1: playoffs,
0: uh, and I hate Mike McCarthy. And I think the the Cowboys winning division will be despite. I one
1: hundred percent agree with you. A thousand percent. The media won't see it that way, though. They'll, they'll, if Mike McCarthy brings... Oh, they, they overcame Dax's injury, even though he's healthy. It's you know,
0: a mojo, mojo moment.
1: moment. Yeah, baby. Uh, I, I, I learned I, I analytics. I Mike McCarthy. Uh, he got the hard knock bump. Uh, yeah, he's... In real in real life, he should not be coach of the year in any... Even if they go undefeated, I wouldn't choose Mike McCarthy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, realistically, I'm going to pick him.
0: I... A- yeah. So assistant of the year. I'm Actually, going Dan, Dan Quinn. Too.
1: I 100. percent
0: Okay, cool. Like I think because Jack Del Rio is it, it like he's it, the defense is just so talented that it's not like put anyone there and they'll yeah. succeed. But versus Dan, but like with Dan Quinn, it's he's gonna have to do so much work to hold this thing together, and I think he'll pull agree. it
1: off. Agree. I, I totally agree.
0: Uh, I GM in the
1: year. I think none of these GMs have any shot.
0: It's horrible. It's horrible. I picked Martin Mayhew, and, like, I just picked him because I didn't know what uh, yeah, to do. Like, that's
1: crossed my mind, but, like, he hasn't really done anything. No, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, like, it's almost like Ron Rivera. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Pretty much. Like, none of these GMs have any shot. Period.
0: That's what you think. Dave yeah, Gellman
1: He's always coming for us.
0: Okay, well, we did. We got through our first one. Uh, Our next one will be the AFC and NFC North, my favorites.
1: Goodbye. One, two,
0: three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader.
1: They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader.